I've got one question for you. Why'd you bring that up? Why'd you bring that up? Don't you believe that you, yourself, caused, brought on all these problems? You needed me. All I had was my physical and mental powers. Good morning, good afternoon, whenever this comes to you. I'm Will. I'm Taylor. And we have a pretty AEW heavy show for you today since Sunday is going to be the one year anniversary of Kenny Omega becoming the number one contender for the title. And we have full gear next week. So let's go ahead and kick it off with CM Punk finally giving Taylor what we want. So go ahead and give it to him, Taylor. Okay, so I've been the first person to complain. I hate myself. I don't want to be that guy that's oh always like... Boo-hoo, boo-hoo, I hate this, I hate this. So I have been complaining about CM Punk for two weeks now because I'm tired of Grandpa Punk. I want him to get on a microphone, I want him to rip people open, and I want him to wrestle. And he has been wrestling, so one of the three things has been fulfilled. It's not enough. Finally, we're getting what we need out of this. Eddie Kingston's here to save the day again. Give the man a microphone and let him run. Now we have someone who can stand up to CM Punk on a microphone, and we actually have a feud so I can see what CM Punk still has left. Because I know he has it. This is not me saying, fuck CM Punk forever. You know what I mean? I just, this has not been for me as of yet. I've been enjoying the matches. This is not me saying poo-poo on all of it. It's just, I am tired of everybody in commentary. Everybody doesn't have to have a seat in commentary. And it's not just an AEW thing. It's also a WWE thing. I don't want to see my stars on commentary. That's why you have commentary team. It's stupid. So I am so ready for this. Finally, we get something good. Kingston, thank the Lord for you. You're a savior. Well, I also think because you brought up commentary, AEW has a really hard time getting really solid booths for TV. Not they do have all of these great commentary talents, but they are blah, they're always running like three, four, five man booths. And I think they really just need to focus on maybe doing two-man boots and having two people really build a chemistry. When you have three, four, or even more people trying to chime in, it becomes overcrowded and you're like, just it takes too much away from the actual product. Well, I will say, as much as I do hate this, I really haven't hated Jericho on it that much. Jericho would be a great shout once he steps out of the ring. Yeah. I just don't know if he's ready to stop. Oh, he's not. Myself. And that's fine. But I say eventually, he's going to be really good at his job. Like, he already is good at his job, but he'll be good at another job. Oh, no. 100%. And that I'm sounded a- like I was trying to shove him into the retirement home or something. But with CM Punk, it's one of those situations I'll quote our friend Kevin. Did you not give it time to breathe? Because he's only been here for like a month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. And he's just taking it all back in. But it's now, been two months. Two Okay, so... What, He's you- been every night. He comes out and he gives a happy, positive speech to bring everybody's spirits because he's up. very uplifted. And then he goes to the booth and continues to just be positive and smile. And how I love wrestling, don't you? No, go wrestle somebody. Get out of here. I'll talk to my friend at Walmart about wrestling if I want to talk to how much I love wrestling to somebody. I don't want to talk to you about it. Go wrestle. But CM Punk loves wrestling, man. So he should be wrestling. And he is. He <laughs> fucking is. He's wrestling all of these like younger talents. Uh, Go talk some shit to somebody. I don't want to hear it. That's what I need Darby to do. Darby Allen, Will Hobbs. Uh, who else did he just wrestle? He's uh, just having fun Matt time. Sunnell. Fun time matches, though. What is this? Wrestling. 
Fair enough. What does he have to compete for? What? He's going to go to Kenny Omega and be like, hey, I want a title shot? Yeah. He's going to tell Kenny Omega's going to say the same fucking thing he said to Brian Danielson. We fucking respect records here, punk. What if CM Punk is just low key trying to build his record? And then when Hangman Page goes over, if he goes over, which is something we'll talk about towards the end of the show, what happens then? That's but fun. right now, That's it's a not fun, the time. Fun thing to look at, man. Well, he's going to go over. We all know that. Uh, okay. So let's go ahead and try to take the focus off of AEW for a second. I will just say, though, what do you expect from Eddie Kingston? He's one of the best promos in the game, and he's going to bring out a real shoot-style promo because what he did the other night was authentic, and I can't wait to see where they go with it. So let's talk about WWE, though, and let's go there. You want to talk about two specific people being Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Is that correct? Obviously, most of you have probably watched Raw. If you didn't, um, Big E was challenged by Seth Rollins for a championship match because he's the number one contender and he has that little number one contenders and whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah, the whatever. Yeah, the whatever. So he is obviously going to get a match eventually. So he he said, "Yeah, I want a match at the next pay per view." And Big E was like, "Look, like we'll just do it now." And he was backing off because he doesn't need that. You know what I mean? He's like, "I'm not 100, percent maybe not." So he just came back from sleeping last night or something. He's not 100. percent Oh, whatever. So Kevin Owens shows up. And obviously begins maybe a feud with Seth is what I'm hoping because Seth interfered and caused him to lose the match, which seems like the things we've been complaining about with Kevin Owens is that he's just getting his ass beat every week. Correct. Well, yeah, they're they have nothing to do with him. So they just have him wrestle celebrities and get his ass whipped by regular talents like Baron Corbin because he's a great overall ring worker and he can work with anyone that's very flexible and able to make anyone i understand that's not what i mean what i mean is so we finally got him with seth which is actually someone who is on his talent level so do you think that this is going to be a good feud or do you think this is going to be one of those like i'm bored get me the fuck out of here feuds and if it is one of those where are we going well you have a couple ways to look at it look at the talent involved but also look at the tendency to not have the greatest product However, that doesn't necessarily mean great talents can't escalate bad storytelling. And Kevin Owens has always done the best with what he's been given. He's always putting stuff over whether it's good or not. But you also have to consider the fact that a lot of people have been rumoring about his contract coming up and what this means for him. And it's really seemed like on television, he's getting ready to leave. Who can tell, though? Because at the end of the day, Kevin Owens might be happy where he is, making a fuck ton of money doing what he wants, but he's also a little bit older and a lot of his friends are across the pond just having a good time working limited dates. One thing I'll say before we talk about this AEW thing, though, what I don't think Seth Rollins has had a bad feud in the last two years. And that I was coming back to this, though. But at the same time, Kevin Owens is an excellent performer and has done his best to put what over whatever you've gotten and Seth is the exact same way I wouldn't be surprised especially with them being familiar with or ah, familiar with each other going above and beyond taking some liberties and really putting on a fucking spectacular feud for as long as they get it what I'm afraid of is WWE getting momentum or it getting momentum and WWE going hey this isn't what we wanted from this and it being one of those feuds in the mid card that overshadows the title picture, the title scene, because that will happen 
if it's done correctly, because you have the raw talent between the two people. But bringing it back to the whole conversation of, is Kevin going to go to AEW if he goes to AEW, which I don't really want to speculate on. All I'm going to say is, if he is thinking about doing it, and he has a chance to work with Seth, aka Tyler Black, right before he leaves, I think he is going to go out on a fucking high point. Yeah. And really get his stock value back. But that's what scares me because WWE tends to like to take the stock of their players away right well, before they leave. Everybody knows what his his uh, past record is and what he looks like in another company too. And what he looks like in this company, what he looks like in NXT. Like there's enough tape on him where you're not worried that he's not a good wrestler. But does everyone? Pretty well. If you, especially okay. Khan, who's uh, Tony Khan, who is just like WWE. Oh, no, I'm not talking of, about Khan. I'm just saying the casual fan because even though you tend to have a lot of smarter fans watching AEW, and I don't most mean, people like I'm him. not saying smarter people. I've never met an anti Kevin, uh, Kevin, uh, well, let Steen me, guy. let me correct myself. I'm not saying smarter like the people watching AEW are smarter than WWE fans. That's not what I mean. Like people that tend to like to watch indie wrestling a little bit more so they're more familiar with the ring of honor shit your casual fan he's had his uh, his foot in the wwe championship before i get it so he's he's a champion but i'm just not everybody gets that i'm just saying his title runs haven't been spectacular they haven't been terrible but i'm also not saying it's by any fault of his own i fucking love kevin so it's a, it's a really hard thing to say because I could see both sides of it where like Kevin Owens doesn't really he's like a really good skill position player who's old and you know you have him but how JJ long do you Watt. have him? So, yeah, something like that. Like he's really good and you can get a lot out of him but for how long? So if he goes to AEW though, is he going to fit? Because who's he going to go over? Look at the top eight people in that company. Give or take. You've got Kenny. No. You've got Hangman Adam Page. He's not going over him. CM Punk. He's not going over him. Brian Danielson. He's not going over him. Where do you put him? Because where are you going to get to? Sammy Guevara. Is he going to go over Sammy Guevara? No. That's a homegrown talent. They're not going to do that. So where do we end up? Is he going to be another person like Jake Hager or something? Because he's better than that. He doesn't deserve that. It's just how far down the list is it someone that you're like, okay, I can consciously put him over him in this company right now. That's a building block company. I don't. And here's the thing. There isn't really a good place to put him. The only argument I can think of is, you know, the rotating. But at this point, we are getting a bloated roster. And it makes me want to think like, hey, is Tony Khan planning on doing something more? Because he's starting to get all of these fucking people. And it's like, when do you start to have too much? And I'm not saying necessarily he doesn't. He just has a great amount of depth and he doesn't have to worry about the stories he's telling because he's going to be able to tell new and interesting stories forever. So that's another aspect you have to think about it is like, I mean, he could slide right in where he was with the elite with Adam Cole and the young bucks. You know what I mean? Like he could slide right back in there with them, but that's possible, you know, have a little feud with Kenny Omega between the two of them over that. There's possible lanes. Like, it's not impossible to fit him in. I just worry that he's going to end up in a group again. And I love him by himself. And I think that he's so talented. And I want him to have success alone as much as I want him to have success as a group. Or I'll give you a better take. 
because you brought it up and this was where I was going to go anyway. I understand that you really like him as a single star, but I could also see him in a group that would really take him. It really would bring it all together. And I think that's you take him, you stash him for now. You have him do a couple things here and there. You get him to get other people big shots. And then when Sammy's free, because I bring don't him believe, together again. Yep. And actually book them correctly and execute them correctly. Like if you want to tell that story that, you know, WWE beat the dead horse of, you can, but tell it right. But I think you have a lot of interesting potential. He could go and face anyone though. And you know what I mean? Make them an excellent talent. Maybe you could build a new faction around him. Because AEW loves their fucking factions. They do. And, and they, they could always use more. It's not that they have enough of those or anything. There's also a couple of factions they have that could use some improvements. So here's the problem, too, is a lot of their factions end up breaking down. Like, we only have a couple of them that have truly stayed factions. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have the Hardy situation, which that's really messy, I will say. Because you have, like, two or three factions or, like, two or three tag teams inside of a giant faction. It's like, well, we need to calm down. However, there are like, uh, you know, fucking Pox crew that could use a little bit of bolstering. You also have uh, fucking, uh, ah, I'm sorry, Andrade, who could use a little bit of bolstering. So it looks like you might have something with Leo Rush starting too that creates another one. You know yeah, I, mean? I, so. I don't, he, Leo Rush is messy though. I don't want to talk about him because he, excuse me, literally retired four or five months ago and now he's back. I believe he's wrestling, so I don't want to say anything without doing my homework. On yeah, him. does that well, make sense? It looks like he's back in full force. I don't know. I just was thinking that that's definitely a would be a fun little threesome with him and Dante Martin and Hobbs if Hobbs came over, because they were rumoring to it the other day on the show, and that's a gross little threesome, bro. Well, you also yeah, you have Team Taz, but Team Taz not doesn't look to be doing so hot these days. I'm just ready for Hook to fuck someone up. Yeah, but for let's sure. keep. Uh, the AEW train going before we get out of here, and that's going to be giving some predictions for Full Gear. There's really two matches I want to focus on, and that's going to be the uh, the Championship Eliminator Tournament final for the men's. Uh, is there a women's, or does that end some other time? No, that starts on Friday, right? Yeah. I believe, okay, so it's only the men's, and then we also have... Uh, Kenny Omega versus Hangman. Those are the two big matches. We'll run through the whole card. We'll just give a quick yes uh, who we think is going to win. Okay, so the undercard. Who do you are? So Britt Baker versus Tay Conti. Uh, Britt Baker. I'm also with Britt. Inner Circle versus American Top Team. Inner Circle. I think Top Team. They already, uh, it's a, it's a everybody's win, 50 50 booking thing. You know what I mean? Who really cares? Uh, it's a fun feud, but like, who cares who wins? I, I know what you mean. I'm just saying it feels like they may win because you can't for them to come to the show. You'd think they would want to have those people put over. And, you know, I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they're OK doing a job like, look, Sammy's got the title. Santina, Santana, Santana, Santana and Ortiz are just doing their thing. They're getting paid, even though a lot of people suggest they should be in that title picture. And uh, Jake Hager's just happy to be there, man. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Lucha Brothers versus FTR. FTR. The, I would very much like FTR to go. Over. They will. They're champions. They're not going to flip off the title like that. They're not champions. They are. They are the. Uh, they're the. Fuck. What's the promotion? 
they're not the AEW champions. The Lucha Brothers are the oh, AEW. Oh, is that champions. not? Yeah, so it's for the uh, AEW tag team. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. Then other uh, way around. Triple take, A. They're the Triple A tag I'll team. I'll take champions. the Lucha Brothers champion. No, <laughs> for, I, they're gonna win for sure. Then I want FTR. I don't think they'll switch. That's all I was saying. FTR deserves. What is that? Sounds like a plane. Uh, so this is an interesting one for me. What do you think, MJF or Darby Allen? MJF. But I'm actually, gonna... no. I'm gonna pull that back. I think Darby Allen goes over because we have a Wardlow face turn. Okay, I was thinking the other thing. I think Wardlow causes Darby to lose. No, Dar so. Wardlow's been ready to uh to break you off. You and your and Wardlow conspiracies, dude. Well, you you're weird. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, if Wardlow, you know, face turns on MJF, don't be surprised. Are you marking? If it happens, are you marking out? I'm just gonna be like, told you so. No, you gotta mark out, bro. That's your oh, boy. I'll be excited. I, I, need you I to love get, Wardlow. If I get you a Wardlow shirt, would you wear it? Yeah. Hell yeah. Would you wear it with pride? Yeah. Hell yeah. But the problem is, we'll need Wardlow to be heel again one day. Because he'll be a better heel than he will face. I That's promise fair. you that. Okay, well, you should be his manager. Can I be your manager, Wardlow? Let me be your Paul Heyman. I will make you my tribal chief. He loves you more I than... I will make sure people acknowledge you. He loves you more than your family does. Please, Wardlow. I believe in you. He loves you, bro. He loves you. He will take care of you. I will help you destroy last Sammy. Week he, last week, he tried title. to tell me that you were the best wrestler in the world. That in five years, no one's going to remember any wrestlers but you. I believe in you, Wardlow. <laughs> So I believe Wardlow is actually going to win the Eliminator tournament final. Hell okay? yeah! You think that you're going to—he's going to slide in, and somehow that's that's the way, bro. That's the way. So who do you really think you got for the Eliminator tournament? Okay. Cassidy, Moxley, or Danielson? So <sighs> Danielson's going to win. Spoiler alert. I don't think you're wrong, but I want it to be Moxley. It's not. But if. Here's what I think it's going to be. We have to talk about the main event before we can talk about what I think will happen. Because it's one of two things. And I will tell you what way it goes depending on what happens in the main event. Because I, it, I think it could go either way in the main event. But if I think it goes one way or the other, it will dictate who wins that Eliminator match. Okay? Yeah. So who do you think wins? Omega or Hangman? Hangman, but Omega should keep it. I want Hangman to win. I personally do. I've followed the story for a year, obviously. But I don't think he does. I think we have the upset. And I think Kenny retains. If that happens, Danielson wins the Eliminator. I believe they give it to Danielson. However, if Hangman does win, I think Orange Cassidy wins the Eliminator. Why? He is the only person that makes sense to take a pinfall for Hangman to successfully retain his first championship match while making both people look strong. If Moxley loses... He looks a little weaker. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. If Danielson loses, you just painted a picture, Bob Ross. That's so. I I really don't know who's gonna win between Omega and Hangman. I like. I would like it to be Hangman. I just with him coming off the of TV, 
I don't know if it's right anymore. Unfortunately, Ooh, even you? though I, I convinced you with my scolding hot take no, no, last no, no. week. It's, this is my point of view. I adore long-term storybooking. This is over a year in the making. This is about two years in the making at this point. However, well, you have the tag team and everything. Just give me my give me my credit for this hot take. Fuck you. But <laughs> a lot of people like you have short attention spans. So you want instant satisfaction. He's been gone. Danielson's hot. He is hot. Hangman's a little hot. He's over with the fans, but he's not as hot as Danielson right now. Yeah. So it's, who do you go with? Do you go with the hot hand, or you go with the thing you've been building for a year and a half? Well, two years. They usually go with the thing they've been building for two years. So maybe that's why they hit you with the right hand when you expect the left. Who knows, man? Danielson broke the system once. Break the system again, man. Yes. 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 I will will be tweeting my final take on who's winning Saturday or next Saturday after we see the Eliminator Tournament final. That will be my final answer. Okay. I'm impressed with you. You've done a nice job tonight. All right. So before we go, you since you just made this, that was a beautiful ending. But if this does end for Kenny Omega at full gear, what sad music do you think we should play around our houses? Because I'm going to be blaring some in the arms of a one-winged angel. We just had a wavelength because that's all I would play. But <laughs> I don't think I would really play it. I would just listen to his song once or twice and then just be happy for him that he gets to take a couple months off. <laughs> I just picture you. My you I've walked in on you in your house listening to Kenny Omega's theme song. So I know that slaps. that's a thing. I know that you do that occasionally. So it's not like that surprising. But if you come in my house... And I'm listening to Sarah McLaughlin. Something is wrong. I'm not okay. I've been drugged or kidnapped, or that's not me. That's somebody else in a bodysuit of me. Oh dear lord! So just make sure you understand. You're never going to catch me listening to Sarah McLaughlin, okay. unless that animal commercial's on TV, and I don't have a choice. Well, hopefully, I can catch you guys following the big main three Twitters at Jaded Rasslin, at Tots Pod, at Ear of Pod, or maybe even catch you buying some shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Jaded Rasslin. We love you guys so, so much. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Please like, subscribe, do all of that support. Tell a friend to tell a friend, and we will see you on Friday. And make sure you go check out the latest Jaded interview with Clark, me, and Kevin. And we'll be coming out with another one on Saturday. Until then, we love y'all. Peace. Peace.